0: You are listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White and today's episode is about unwavering self-confidence. Imagine the feeling of having unwavering self-confidence and when I say unwavering I mean steady, resolute and consistent. You're somebody who's totally secure in yourself and your abilities, you trust yourself and your abilities completely, there's no second guessing and you're committed to taking action without needing to know all of the steps required or any promise that you'll succeed. What would it be like to be a cool cat like that? And how would that self-confidence affect your relationships, your business, your job, your kids, your friends, and your level of satisfaction and fulfilment with life? It's really worth talking about self-confidence because it's one of the keys to success and it's something that most people want And yet there's a bit of confusion about what it is, what it isn't, and how much self-confidence you need and have. So they're the things that I want to talk about in this episode. Let's start by exploring what self-confidence can create in your life. Firstly, and probably obviously, self-confidence is one of the keys to thriving According to research by Desi and Ryan in 2002, confidence is one of three vital lifetime pursuits. The other two are learning and knowledge and developing competence, and then applying strengths. So self-confidence is pretty important. You've probably heard the saying that like attracts like and what that means in respect to self-confidence is that If you are self-confident, you're going to tend to attract more positive and self-confident people, more opportunities, more clients, and better circumstances. Self-confidence is a strong predictor of success in all areas of life, from work performance through to creating new health habits. There's so many benefits. So what is self-confidence? Let's be specific about what it is and what it isn't. There are various definitions of self-confidence out there but a really simple one that I like is your ability to be secure in yourself and your abilities. A self-confident person has thinking patterns around how worthy, how helpful and how capable they are without being arrogant about it. So that's a really nice definition of self-confidence. Just to go over that again, your ability to be secure in yourself and your abilities And you think of yourself as someone who is worthy, helpful and capable. What are the elements of self-confidence then? I say that there are three things that make up self-confidence. There's the ability to back yourself, there's trusting yourself and there's having a healthy opinion of yourself. And you need all three of these to create self-confidence. Let's look at what each of these means. Backing yourself is mostly about having courage. It means that you will take the risk of putting yourself or your ideas out there. It means that you will follow your plan and take responsibility for what you're doing, even if you're a little bit nervous or unsure or inexperienced. So that's backing yourself. It's about having courage to take action and follow through. On the other hand, trusting yourself is mostly about your competence or your self-efficacy. It means that you believe you have enough skills and know-how to follow through and complete something. Notice I said complete and not achieve. Trust is not about the results that you create. It's about your faith that you have the ability and persistence to follow through. So when you have courage to go the distance and you trust yourself that you can, The third step is to have a healthy opinion of yourself and this is about your self-esteem or your value. In other words you're someone who feels good about yourself and you have a realistic view of your value that you're deserving of success, respect and achievement. I think that Henry Ford sums up self-confidence really well in his famous saying whether you think you can or you think you can't you're right. So that being said, knowing what self-confidence is, I want to bust bust some myths about what about some of the confusion out there and talk about what self-confidence isn't. When you hear the word self-confident, what comes to mind? How do you judge that? I want to read you some words that are often associated with self-confidence, but are which, which are actually nothing to do with it. When I'm talking to my clients about them being self-confident these are the things that they make it mean. Some of my clients think that self-confidence is aggressive but that's that's not correct because being aggressive is being forceful and self-confidence is never forceful. Some of my clients think that self-confidence is about being aloof which is cool and distant and uninvolved. It's definitely not that. Quite a lot of my clients, probably most of them, associate self-confidence with arrogance but arrogance is thinking that you're better than somebody else. Definitely not the same thing. Some people think that self-confidence is the same as being assertive which is the quality of being self-assured without being aggressive. It could be part of that, it could be related but it's not the same thing. Gregarious is another word that comes up. This is being fond of company and sociable. It's not the same as self-confident. Some people think that if you're self-confident then you're happy and happy means that you show pleasure or contentment. They're not the same thing. (laughs) Some people think of the word self-confidence and they associate it with success but success is about accomplishing a desired result. Once again, not the same as self-confidence. All of these words if you associate any of those with the word self-confidence they're more likely based on your perspectives or belief or judgment but please don't confuse them with self-confidence. Being self-confident is none of those things. Self-confident is more aligned with words like capacity, capability and strength. One of the interesting things about self-confidence is that you can have it without any proof. I know people who are incredibly self-confident and they have been that way their whole lives including at the start of ventures, at the start of careers, at the start of entrepreneurships where they have no results, they still showed up with a self-confident attitude and when you have that attitude, when you have the elements of backing yourself, trusting yourself and a healthy opinion of yourself you develop that self-confident attitude to life and that's what allows you to do what must be done to get the results that you want. So self-confidence is something that allows you to take consistent action. Let's now talk about that attitude of self-confidence. The attitude of self-confidence is proactive. In other words, if I see it, I will believe it rather than the other way around. For a lot of people they operate in the opposite. They say I'll only believe it if I have proof but that is a reactive attitude. If you're self-confident your attitude is that you don't need certainty to take action and you're prepared to take calculated risks on the unknown. We're not talking about being reckless we're talking about managing risks and being willing to be uncomfortable knowing that growth is on the other side of that, knowing that you may not have ever done something before or it may or may not work initially but you're willing to give it a go, you're willing to back yourself, trust yourself and you believe that you are worthy and capable of doing something. With that in mind You can see that someone with an attitude of self-confidence totally trusts themselves and the process irrespective of that result. Some people call this a growth mindset. Now thinking about yourself, where are you in this spectrum? How self-confident are you? I invite you to do a little test with me. I'm going to read out six statements. And I'd like you to listen to each one and give yourself one point for each one that you agree with and believe to be true. So you agree with it and you believe it to be true for you. Here's the first statement. The why or knowing why is more important than knowing how. Knowing why is more important than knowing how. If you agree with that one, give yourself one point. The steps will be revealed along the journey. I don't need to know them in advance. Number two, the steps will be revealed along the journey. I don't need to know them in advance. If you agree with that statement, you believe that, give yourself a point. Number three, you need to persist and follow your plan even if you're fearful. If you believe that one, that you need to persist and follow your plan even if you're fearful, give yourself a point. Number four, you may need to change your plan, problem solve and be agile. If you agree with that one that you may need to change your plan, problem solve and be agile, give yourself a point. Number five, there is no failure, only feedback and learning. Are you someone that truly believes that, that there's no failure, only feedback and learning and therefore you look forward to whatever result you get? If you do, give yourself a point. And number six, taking a risk is a prerequisite for learning and growth. Taking a risk is a prerequisite for learning and growth. If you believe that one, give yourself a point. So I've just read out six statements How many of those did you agree with? Does this sound like you overall? The more of these statements you agree with the more of a self-confident attitude you have. It means that you're probably someone who's willing to give things a red hot go to respond to feedback and to problem solve so that you can overcome setbacks along the way. You're willing to explore uncharted territory and perhaps go against the grain in order to succeed if necessary you probably have a pioneering spirit. And with a self-confident attitude, you have an innate capacity to build self-confidence even further. But even if you aren't those things, even if you don't have these things, you can build this attitude with a few simple techniques, which I'm going to walk you through and teach you in a coming episode. But at least by now, you have some level of your own degree of self-confidence. You probably have a starting point to know what your attitude is and where you might need to build it. I want to take that a step further with you right now and I want to ask you some more questions so that you can get clarity on what self-confidence means and feels like to you. Because we have all had self-confidence at some stage in our lives, in some situation, in some circumstance. And I want you to reconnect with a feeling of having self-confidence so that you can remember that and remember your capacity to achieve it. Right now, think of a time that you have felt self-confident. You were willing to pursue something, maybe you stood up in front of a class and read an essay. Maybe you walked into a restaurant and you asked to speak to the chef and ordered a special meal. Maybe you really believed in something that you were doing and raising money for and you felt comfortable to speak about your opinion on that topic without any sort of filters. Maybe you asked someone out on a date, maybe you asked for a raise because you felt you were worth it. Think about a time that you felt self-confident, one of those sorts of examples Maybe you played a musical instrument in front of other people. Whatever it is, think about that time right now. What did it feel like in your body? Right now, think about when you were in that situation doing that thing. Take yourself there and remember what it felt like in your body. Where did you feel a feeling? Was it in your heart, was it in your stomach, was it in your muscles, was it in your chest? If you can recall that time you can probably still conjure up that physical feeling. Notice where you felt it in your body. Now recall what you were thinking at that time, what was running through your mind as you read that poem or played that instrument or asked for that raise. What was going through your mind, what were you telling yourself? Were you saying, I can do this, or I'm so excited, or this feels amazing? What was it that you were thinking? Now, because you had self-confidence in that moment, what were you able to do? What did you accomplish? What did you finish? What did you complete? And what result did your self-confident action create? Did people applaud you? Did you earn more money? Did you develop a relationship? Did you end a relationship? What was it that happened because you were self-confident? And how did that feel? How did it feel to stand up for yourself, to back yourself, trust yourself, believe that you're worth it and to achieve that thing? I'm sure you have that sense through your body and mind of what that was like. I'm sure you remember that feeling. And if you can't, if you can't quite get there right now, here's what it feels like. Being self-confident feels good. It feels energising. You feel uplifted, optimistic and powerful. You feel unflappable, unstoppable. You have poise and you're calm and unshaken. You know what you're doing. You have a cool head, you're composed, you have faith and you are disciplined. You're taking action because you believe in what you're doing and your ability to do it. Does that sound familiar? Have you felt that before? If not, or if you want to feel more self-confident, you may need to do a bit of work around that. And that's a topic I'll be covering in another episode, in one of the next two episodes of this podcast, a deep dive into building self-confidence with some simple tips. But let's summarise what we've covered today. Self-confidence is your ability to be secure in yourself and your abilities. A self-confident person thinks about how worthy, helpful and capable they are without arrogance. They're just very sure of their worth in the world. The elements of self-confidence that I've defined are your ability to back yourself, trust yourself and have a healthy opinion of yourself. And with those three elements in place, you will develop an attitude of self-confidence that is unwavering, persistent and the basis from which all of your actions originate. When you act from a place of self-confidence, you create success in all areas of life. really looking forward to talking with you about building self-confidence in the coming episodes but if you'd like more help and you'd like to focus on building unwavering self-confidence now you can join the February intake of my Habitology membership where we will we will be studying this important topic and implementing the lessons into your daily life. If you want to check out the membership you can visit melaniejwhite.com forward slash Habitology for more details, or visit my contact page and send me an inquiry. I would love to talk to you about creating success in 2020 based on your unwavering self-confidence. Okay, that's it for me today. I will see you soon for another episode. Have a fantastic week and go forth with self-confidence. Bye for now.